why does God plant us in churches? It's to afford us that opportunity to work for him. That's why it's important we meet together as a church so that we receive the blessing. So when the word of God, the rhema comes like this, the word has come. In the word is the blessing. The moment you receive the word, great grace is imparted for that which must be accomplished. So there is the informative dimension of the Bible and there is the revelatory dimension of the Bible. The revelation shows you what you must do to experience the hand of God. So when the word comes in the revelatory dimension, there is instruction. Now, your word in season. Hallelujah. Just lift up your two hands to Jesus. Badokoshaya. Yada. Melekatesito. Lavira Vadiva Koshe. Long Kavra Ibada. No Perus de Hivai. Shakate di Casa. Lota Liva Diva Hakas. Yon Tedivaham. Yo Pati di Casse. La Caride Haste Ivai. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. You want to pray? Any agenda of darkness set forth against your destiny, let it be aborted right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Shall we be any agenda of darkness against my destiny? Let it be aborted right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Makatadaha. Yata de Kasha Manta de Hasea Talevre Costahisa. Any agenda of darkness against my destiny, let it be aborted right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Rabba de Bakoshata Zaka de Handa Hosta Ivaya Nakala de Koshate Odakabahasate Lemberuda Hasa. Lava Riva Kasha Yaka Divahade Zidavadavantadis Staikata Ladavra Divahaya Shada Kasa Idaha Manta Dahaya Bakate Deha Yakaba Dibas Stoveli Vahaya Ika De Kalin Telanze Ruate di Kapasotai Shate de Bakosta Iva De la gadavestaha, loste vihekasa, la de kashan de keriate, ruda da kasaya, any agenda of darkness against my destiny, against my destiny, let it be aborted right now in the name of Jesus Christ, rada badahasa, loste gavahai, shata diva anto, de la kestaha, etadiha kaba. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You want to pray. Any satanic surprises. You know the enemy he likes to operate with surprises. Okay. He pounces on you. Something happens as a surprise. You want to pray. Any demonic surprises. Huh? Intended for your life. Let it catch fire. Let it catch fire. Shout with me. Any demonic surprises. Intended for my life. Let them catch fire right now 
in the name of the Lord Jesus lift up your voice and pray demonic surprises let them catch fire demonic surprises demonic surprises let them catch fire demonic surprises catch fire right now Zabadabahasa Yakadabaha Landaba Antar Stageveluvaha Yavradivaha Yokashati Stadivahala Yantagava Beladibesetadis La Cabra de High Zatidi High Beladabedebe Anta Bakaba de Bedebehai Shate de Katosh Dikadasha Demonic surprises intended for my life, intended for any area of my life, catch fire right now. Yata de Kasha, Ledebahadahaya, Stadi Kandohus, Stadevaha, Ledekavasaya, Stadivaha Yandiha, Shatu de Kapa, Ledekasata, Idaba Dahaya, Stadi Kandaba. Tadahasa Makadaha Madibadas Ledekatoshe Zadibakosta Ivai Rata de Bacon Satas Dela de Berata Radabadabadabosh Kazadabahai Shadabata Yan de Catele Stadikapa Yobra de Baha Zikaduli Balanda Baha Pade de Bosch Yakadibas Ledaki Bahaya Stadiha Kasaya Itadiko Shatai in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord God told Abraham, as far as your eyes can see, that means in our kingdom, until you can see it, you can't have it. You want to pray. Spirit of God, anoint my eyes to see. You know, he says, blessed are your eyes for they can see. But you see, without the anointing of your eyes, there are things you don't see. And we are not talking about the physical eyes. How far could Abraham's eyes see? But he said, as far as your eyes can see. That means the Lord was speaking to him concerning the eye of his spirit, the eye of his mind. Are you getting the point? Anoint my eyes that I may see what you have in store for me. Eh? So that I can take a hold of it. Shall with me, spirit divine. Anoint my eyes that I may see what you have in store for me. That I can take possession of it. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Anoint my eyes with eye salve that I may see. Lift up your voice. Anoint my eyes. Anoint my eyes. Anoint my eyes. Anoint my eyes. Anoint my eyes with eye salve that I may see. Rabba de Bosch. Anoint my eyes. 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 Anoint my eyes with eye salve 
that I may see. Anoint my eyes. Anoint my eyes. Anoint my eyes. That I may see. Anoint my eyes. Makatadaha. Yebratondese. Sadekalate. Stavivirande. Lavarustevik. Shatei bodos. Adeniman kopos. Latte de kahaya. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank God for answered prayer. Lord, we are grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Badekasata. We give you glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Welcome somebody to church. Tell the person, welcome to church. Amen. Beautiful. All those watching online, God bless you for joining the service. Amen. It's a blessing to be here in church on Sunday one more time. I know building a purpose-driven church takes time. And um, it takes a lot of discipline. But we're going to push until we see what God has said. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right. So we are continuing our subject. Remember now with our service structure, we start service at 8.30. By 10.30, 11, we should be done. All right? There are other things that we need to be doing in our bid to build a purpose-driven church. And those things also take time on a Sunday. So we have to start service early, close on time, so that the other things can also happen. Praise the Lord. So make sure you are in church on time. And those you are inviting and calling for church, tell them church service starts at exactly 8.30. Amen. Beautiful. We've been dealing with building capacity for more. And we've looked at several things. And last week we looked at faithfulness with the little. Or faithfulness in little things. That is also a capacity builder. The Lord will not commit to your trust more if he's not seen you faithful with the little he first gave you. Okay? So, in every given phase of life, ensure that what the Lord gives you, no matter how small, you are faithful with it. You are faithful with it. You cannot handle a big company if you've not been able to handle a small one. So we must grow in handling things that are little, our faithfulness with it. How constant are you with the little thing that he gave you? How accountable are you with the little thing that he gave you? How hardworking have you been with the little thing that he gave you? If he would add more, you ought to have been faithful with the little. Somebody say, I am going to be faithful with the little things. Hallelujah. Now the Bible says a faithful man shall abound with blessings. When you are faithful, you abound. So that which causes you to abound, okay, one of the things that is so important is faithfulness. Huh? Proverbs 28 verse 20. Hallelujah. 
So, it says, Proverbs 28, 20, please. Thank you, Jesus. So, don't complain about little. Don't complain about having something small at a point. Be faithful. And as we are faithful with the little and trading with the little, risking to grow the little, huh? the Lord also look at you and he says, you, you can handle more. Because he who is unfaithful in little things will be unfaithful in much. That's what Jesus said. Proverbs 28 verse 20. Now look at this. Don't really get bothered about the second part. Just look at the first part of the verse. A faithful man shall abound with blessings. So once a man is faithful, he has set himself to abound. That's it. A faithful man shall abound. 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 Then we saw last week also that if you have not been faithful, with another man's thing, no one will give you your own. So, whatever it is that belongs to somebody that they gave to you to take care of, make sure you are faithful with it. It's a qualification. Jesus said, if you were not faithful with another man's thing, who will give you your own? Who will give you your own? So make up your mind at whatever giving level in life, whatever the Lord has committed to you, no matter how small, you are faithful. You stay with it. You work with it. Okay? You couldn't handle one shop. Why should he give you five? Huh? Are you getting the point? If you couldn't handle one, why should he give you five? You couldn't handle two. Why should he give you ten? When the Lord Jesus spoke the parable, the one that was given five brought back five more. He was faithful. He says, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Then he gave him more to look after. When he gave the one two, he brought back two more. Then the same compliment. Then he gave them more, him more to handle. The one that had one came back with the same one and started speaking gibberish. You know, you are a difficult man. You don't, uh, well, you don't sow. That's where you reap. Let me say this in person. If you work for someone, don't speak words that makes your box look stupid. He won't like you. If, don't use words that makes your boss feel stupid. He won't like you. If you work under someone, take, 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 take precaution of the kind of words you use. Do you understand? Am I communicating? Yes. Well, well, whoever is above you, make sure you are not speaking words that make them feel stupid. You see, the guy spoke words that made his boss feel very stupid. It's okay. I will judge you by your own words. Do you understand? I will judge you by your own words. So faithfulness with little will build your capacity for more. 
Okay? Then we looked through some things. We said, number one, how do we do that? We said, we must remind ourselves that whatever we are given initially is what? Very small compared to what God intends to give us. All right? Then we also saw that time will prove our faithfulness. Time. When so many people are subjected to time, a long period of time, you realize that they don't pass the test of time. The Bible says, the master who gave the talent, he went away for a long time. After a long time. Right? If you are just one year in something, don't say I've been in it for too long. Even five years. That's why it's important when you are getting into marriage to understand the journey you are undertaking. It's till death do us part. <laughs> you can't be in it 10 years. You say, I'm tired. I'm resigning. <laughs> it's life. You start at young people, you are going to stay in it till you are old man and old woman. You're staying with one person. Yeah, you see, so you must really consider who you are entering the thing with because you must be faithful. You must stay there. I know in somebody's mind, you say, ah, so if you are faithful with that one, God should add more. No, as for, <laughs> as for marriage, he doesn't add more. You stay with one. <laughs> I've, I've, answered, I've answered what is in your mind for you. I've answered what is in your mind for you. I've answered for you. I saw somebody walking. Nobody ushered him in. That's very bad. Please, don't do that. Usher people in and show them where they sit. You don't leave people to find their own seat. Amen. Amen. That is why they employ air hostess. Beautiful girls. To show people their, their seat. When you are going on the flight, your ticket number, your, your seat number is on the ticket. But a beautiful lady will still collect it and say, 3D, right, to your uh. <laughs> yeah. I tell you. And they never employ ugly girls. <laughs> sharp girls. I tell you, sharp. Dress sharp, looking sharp, smelling good. Yeah, you smile at you. 3D. But the thing is on it. And it's written there. You could have seen it. But you see, that's hosting. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Then we also spoke about how that we must be productive in our work. Huh? Then I spoke a lot about work. I really seek to do a whole series on work. On work. We have to understand why the, 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 the reason why God created us to work. Many people think work is a burden. No. We were created to work. So if you are not working, the Bible even says if you are not working, you shouldn't eat. No free food. You must work and eat. So I gave you, um, I gave you some few things. Profits that we get from work. And also the penalties of laziness. How many of you enjoyed it last week? The message is on Telegram. 
Make sure you get there and listen to it again and again and again. Don't be penalized for laziness. Lazy people will go hungry. If you are lazy, you'll be hungry. Hunger. Hunger is the first penalty of laziness. Eh? Good. So today, let's deal with another ingredient that will help us build capacity for more. Okay? Now, I explain to you, what more are we talking about? We're talking about more from God. Okay? And we can even apply it to every area of life. Every area. So, whatever I'm sharing with you is applicable to life. Huh? In its totality. So, today I'm, I'm talking, or I'm speaking on building capacity for more and I'm zeroing in on asking in prayer. Asking, asking, asking. Asking. Asking in prayer. Now we are dealing with God and we are learning how we can build capacity, create room huh? for more from God. And we've looked at several things. Today we are looking at asking Asking uh, in prayer. Asking in prayer. This is one of the reasons that make prayer very important in the life of a child of God. Because when you know how to ask, when to ask, and what to ask, it helps you create room for more from God. Okay? So we want to look at that. It's quite a detailed subject. So I want you to listen very well. Asking in prayer. So when it is time to pray and you have to ask, then you know this is important because without asking, a certain capacity too is not built, okay, for more from God. Asking in prayer. Now let's start our journey from Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. From verse number 7. We are reading the words of the Lord Jesus. Matthew 7. From verse number 7. Thank you Jesus. Matthew 7. Verse 7. He says ask. This is Jesus speaking. Ask. Ask, and it shall be given you. Ask. Eh? Ask. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. The next verse. He says, for everyone that asketh, Receive it. Whoa. That's deep. To me. Who believe in God. And know that everything that I will have. I must receive. Come on. Remember the foundations of the subject. That was laid. 
we, we cannot have until it is given to us. And then when given, you must what? Receive it. Okay? Then he says, for everyone that asketh, receive it. And he that seeketh, find it. And to him that knocketh, it shall be what? Opened. Ask. Tell somebody, ask. ask. Then ask yourself, what have you asked of late? Have you asked God for anything of late? Have you asked of late? Have you asked anything of God? I know somebody saying many things. Plenty things. But I dare to tell you that probably you didn't ask the right way. Because there's a way to ask. And sometimes we have to know what to ask because sometimes there are things we should be commanding, not asking. So it's a lot in this subject. So I want you to open your heart. I hope you are getting the point. Praise God. <laughs> ask. Let's continue reading. He says, Oh, what man is there of you? Jesus is bringing a beautiful picture here. Whom if his son ask bread will give him a stone? Huh? Verse 10. Or if he ask a fish will give him a serpent. Can you imagine your son is asking for a fish? You bring a long, a long python. You say, look, this is what you have. <laughs> Verse 11. If ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children. How much more shall your father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? Sometimes somebody has asked but he doesn't have patience to wait for what he has asked. Because it doesn't matter how much a farmer is craving for a harvest. There is seed time and harvest. So if the farmer should ask, what would the farmer ask for? The farmer will ask for a bountiful harvest, but then it is in time. Does it make sense? It is in time. So the Lord may give the farmer a bountiful harvest, but it is in time. Say it with me, it is in time. It is in time. So, you look at how wicked you are. This is what Jesus is saying. He said, look at you, how wicked you are. You, Krampo, if somebody asks you, your son asks you for bread, you won't bring him stone. When you read it in the book of Luke, he says, if he even asks you for egg, you won't give him scorpion. Can you imagine? Daddy, I want egg. Then you bring a scorpion out. Say, this is what you have. He said, you being evil, you wouldn't even do that. How much more your father in heaven? So first thing to establish in asking, who do we ask from? Our father in heaven. Okay? Now I want you to take note of what he said. Good things. Good things. Good things. So what are good things? You can list them. 
I don't know what you take out of it if it is good. Am I communicating at all? So he says, if we ask, how much more shall your father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? So to enlarge your capacity to receive more from God, huh? good things from God, you must develop huh? the art of asking God, asking the Father. Praise God. I want us to read John 16 verse 23. <sighs> Let's read this. In that day, ye shall ask me nothing. So first and foremost, if you miss who you are asking from, you may not have it. Hey. Look at the Bible. I didn't write it. These are the words of Jesus. In that day, this is Jesus. Ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. What does he say? Jesus is showing us how to ask and who to ask. Does it make sense? Praise God. So, in that day, which day? Are we in that day? We are. Okay? What day was he talking about? He was talking about the day where he will not be with his disciples anymore. He says, in that day, in that day, you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask. Remember, when we read in the book of Matthew, he says, when you ask the Father good things. Here he says, whatsoever. So please, what is not in the list? So your capacity to receive more from God huh, is linked with your asking the Father whatsoever. Whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it. So let me ask you a simple question if you are following. Who do we ask? We ask who? The Father. In whose name do we ask? In Jesus' name. Are you, are you now following how to ask? So when you're asking, oh Jesus, do it for me. Jesus, do it for me. Haven't you read the Bible? I said that ask the Father in my name. <laughs> uh, are you following the thing? Praise God. Okay. <laughs> Verse 24. Verse 24. He that too Ye have asked nothing in my name. He didn't say you have not asked me anything. Up until now, you've not asked anything in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. Oh boy. <laughs> Can you practice one asking right now? Just from the little you've learned, practice one asking. He didn't say, ask Ask Pastor Christian. So now, if you are talking to your father, huh, and this your father can hear you, ask him something right now. In Jesus' name, amen. 
you see. <laughs> From today, you are going to practice how to ask. And when you are asking, huh, you know whom to ask and in whose name you ask. And after you have asked, thank him for hearing you. And if you know he's heard you, what do you do? Sometimes you realize that, okay, I'll get there. Let me not get ahead of myself. I see results in your life. Why? Because you are learning how to ask in prayer. Amen. How to ask. Let's go to the book of Luke. So we always remember we are in that day. Jesus said, in that day, you shall ask me nothing. You shall ask the Father in my name and he will do it for you. Oh boy. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask. Then you, mention, you, you bring your petition. You get the point? Then we will read in, uh, in Philippians where Paul the apostle says, make your request known to God. Huh? With thanksgiving. Do you know sometimes the way we behave after praying, we really don't believe that he heard us. Are you getting the point? Amen. Amen. Let's go to the book of Luke. The book of Luke. Luke chapter 11. We're reading the same scripture that we read in Matthew, but in the rendering in Luke. Luke chapter 11. Let's start from verse 5, so that you will appreciate what I. From verse 5. And he said unto them, which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, take note of midnight, and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves. So he's gone to his friend to ask for bread. Go, verse 6. For a friend of mine is in his journey is come to me and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, trouble me not. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. <laughs> the next verse. I say unto you, this is Jesus. Though he will not rise and give him. Because his friend, because he is his friend. Yet, because of his importunity, importunity, imp he won't give up. He asked one, and he said, go away. He won't go. Pam, 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 enti, oh. To whom he mobo. Pam, 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 ah. Enti, omungkodakom. Pam, pam, He won't give him. But, because his friend, ah, he won't give him. He said, look, he's not giving him because of, he's his friend. But yet, because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. Most of us don't stay long enough with our requests. You asked Tuesday morning. By Thursday morning, you yourself, you have even forgotten what you asked. And you are talking differently. When I want something, eh? <laughs> Until I see it, yagani, yagani, every day I'm with it. We give up too easily. And later on, we even tend to think that God didn't hear us. 
And sometimes we even doubt, is it important to even pray? There's no importunity with us. We must develop importunity in prayer. In asking. You see here, Jesus was talking about asking. Oh, I need bread to serve my visitors. Please give me bread. The friend says, I won't give you. It's late. I'm sleeping. My children are with me in bed. Get away. But the friend won't go. Pam, 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 pam. Kofi, if you don't give me that, I go day here till morning. Oh. Pam, 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 pam. Ah, this guy, won't you go away? Pam, 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 pam. You see, he didn't take his mind off the bread. Pam, 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 pam. You, I know you have the bread inside. I know you don't want to give me because I'm your friend. But I must have it. <laughs> didn't he say that the hand that must not work must not eat? Now you are not getting contract. You better get to him, Father. Contract. Father, in the name of Jesus. Now you say, anything you shall ask the Father in my name. Huh? Let's go on. You will see. Verse 9. And I say unto you, this was what was Jesus was talking about before he came to talk about ask. And I say unto you, ask. Ask, oh, ask. Stop complaining and ask. Most of us complain, we don't ask. There's a difference between complaining and asking. Ready? One said they made situation in your What? Into onion day? No, like, I, I mean, oh, okay, okay. Into onion day. Forgive me for the tree, but the person trying to say, Ready? Lord, haven't you seen my issue? Things are not working. You didn't ask anything. You complained. For about three weeks now, I don't have money. What did you ask? You've not asked anything. So Lord, haven't you seen it? <laughs> okay, he's seen it. So you are not, I like the way some people put it. You are not following the rules of engagement. You are not following the rules of engagement. What do you want? Are you asking or complaining? Are we, are we together here? And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and he shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Let's go on. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. And he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Verse 11. If a son asks bread of any of you, that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Verse 12. Or if he asks an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father, your heavenly father, Give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him. You see here now, he shows you one important person to ask of from the Father. The Holy Spirit. Okay, now, if he's giving the Holy Spirit to us already, why do we continue to ask for the Holy Spirit? That means there are dimensions in the Holy Ghost. Does it make sense? Somebody say amen. amen. 
But when we read in Matthew, he said good things. So don't get confused with reading Holy Spirit here. Does it make sense? Praise God. I said praise God. So, now we know who we ask from and we know in whose name we ask. Huh? Are, you, are you getting it? Then now we are looking at what attitude we should have when asking. We should have the attitude of importunity. What is importunity? We don't stop. We don't give up until we have a note of victory in our hearts that we have received it. We do not what? Give up. Does it make sense? If you easily give up, you cannot work with God. Some of the things take a long time. Some of them take a short time. Some of them take longer periods than others. Does it make sense? Importunity. Importun Let's read another story of importunity. Luke chapter 18. And all of this, remember, the asking is not talking to another friend. It's in prayer. <laughs> asking in prayer. Luke chapter 18 from verse number 1. Are you here? And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always I thought you continue for me and not to ask somebody for me, do you like praying? Do you like praying? You must like prayer because that's where we ask. I saw somebody's status, the person had written, Lord, as we discussed. So I was asking myself, does God restate us? And why should you let everybody know that you have discussed something with God? Some people even go ahead to put what they discuss with God. Don't you know you have even made demons know? So now they are going to block it. Please don't just display things on status. Your enemies too read it. Do you know people even have your numbers? You don't know they have your numbers. And they view your status. Do all to cut down on a lot of things. Especially when God is blessing you. You see, when you think you are becoming very beautiful, things are working well and all that, don't just be showing, showing plenty things like that. Your enemies to watch. Eh? People who are casting spells also watch. So you realize that all along you have been thinking correctly. Then you, was, you started displaying certain progresses you are making. Then somebody said, ah. <laughs> 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 It's not everything we show. <laughs> well, lady, you are showing your, 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 you are doing this, your hips and your, say, another witch is watching Say, said, ah. How is it that she has this? I don't have it. <laughs> you too, when you are going to display the thing, you didn't even cover yourself with the blood of Jesus. <laughs> you think these things don't exist? <laughs> Do 
before you display that company sticker or whatever display ad or whatever on the into showing it and all that, say in the name of Jesus, any evil eye, any evil person who looks at it cannot change anything. You are just putting anything there. You go and put your last semester results. Please, don't just be displaying things like that. Eh? If you have taken notice, there are, there are people, when you start to show your man of God, they come against you and say, why? Can't you display yourself a little bit? What do you want to see about me? And why are you surprised that I'm displaying my man of God? Attack him. <laughs> you get the point? Attack him and let's see. So just, don't just be showing every time you make progress, you want to show something. You get something new. Some people, they show everything. Every, nowadays, everything. Now, I'm so amazed that when even people are pregnant, they are now... I'm like, what is this? What has come over us? The pregnancy. Do you know how many witches are watching that thing? Our generation, we have a problem. Our generation, I tell you. Pregnancy, now he's wearing tight clothes and showing and doing this. So, like, like, he's showcasing the pregnancy online. They say, they call it baby what? Baby, baby bum. Baby bum. And it's almost like it's almost like they don't think spirits marry people anymore. Huh. And they are showing their, their naked calves. In, I'm like, are you serious? No wonder they give birth to the children, they are sick, something disobedient. I play to this. <laughs> Somebody just be, <laughs> can't we hide small? Can't we hide small? You hide to build tenacity. You become strong. Then you show it. You don't just put anything anywhere. Hey, social media generation. Look as well as a slow down. Please slow down. Social media, slow down. Hey. Do you know it's amazing that we want to know how many likes we have of people we don't know. Fake lives. Fake. Let's look at the story of importunity in prayer. Let me begin to round up. When you have a new thing, you are tempted to put it on social media. Remember what I told you today. Remember. The day you showed the car, 
the car you are not selling, but you are going to display. That's when faults started. Faults. Everything. Luke chapter 18 from verse 1. <laughs> Jesus said that men ought always to pray and not to what? Faint. So, to prevent fainting, we must be praying. Huh? Faint. To faint is to get tired. To give up. So, if you don't want to faint, prayer must be intact. Now, verse 2. Now, Jesus is painting another picture of importunity. That is continuing in action till you have the reply. Saying there was a, in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. Please. Parable. When Jesus speaks a parable, a parable is a story that is true. Okay? Don't see a parable to be just a story being told. So, parables are similitudes. So, it's like Jesus is talking about this man who is sleeping, who doesn't want to give bread. Then right away, he comes to talk about God. That means he's showing us certain things about God. That sometimes when you are asking God something, it's not the moment you ask, then they come. Keep knocking. Here, he says, in a city, there was a judge who feared not God, neither regarded man. Go. And there was a widow in that city. And she came unto him saying, avenge me of my adversary. Why would he pick such a story? And now the moment he finishes that story, he's talking about God. Sometimes God is asking, Do this my son, does he really believe I'm the one that will give it to him? Let me wait some more and see. Three days. I'm tired. Let's go to, I'm come to church again. Why? I've been praying and God is not answering me. You see. Are you following the thing? Let's go. And she came unto him saying, avenge me of my adversary. Verse 4. And he would not for a while. He would not for a while. He would not for a while. You that want to stop. He will not for a while. You want to quit? He will not for a while. It's two years. He will not for a while. You, you two years. You is two years. Abraham with a 25 years. <laughs> Nowadays, <laughs> you waited for one month, you are tired. He will not for a while. But afterward, he said within himself, though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet, because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Verse 6. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge saith. Verse 7. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long, long with them. <laughs> he bear long with them. When do we stop asking? We don't stop asking. We ask until we have the note of victory 
we don't stop. Am I, am I communicating? <laughs> Praise God. And the day you are convinced in your heart that he heard you, from that day you start thanking and wait for manifestation. Sometimes the thanking and the manifestation day. That is why we have a word called patience. I'm rounding up. Put the scripture back there. Put the scripture back there. He bear long, long. Verse 8. Verse 8. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the son of man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? So, your importunity in prayer is a demonstration of your faith in God. Okay? And I said by asking in prayer, you build capacity for more. Am I communicating at all? <laughs> Hallelujah. For today, let me round up. Then we will continue next week. I want to point out one thing that really hinder us in our asking. Okay? Let's go to the book of James chapter 4. Maybe I'll give you two. Maybe two then. The book of James chapter 4. James. James chapter 4. Then we'll come to James chapter 1. Um, so, we are looking at hindrances to, to asking, okay? Or hindrances to our receiving when we have asked. Are you following it? So now I've shown you who he says we should ask. Then we've looked at in whose name we ask. Then we look at having the attitude of what? Importunity. Importunity. I hope you, 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 you know that word. Importunity. That means we don't give up. We don't get tired. Though the period of asking and manifestation may be prolonged, we don't give up. Huh? And we have looked at the two examples of importunity Jesus shows us in the scripture. Right? Amen. Amen. Now in the book of James chapter 4, we are looking at one hindrance to our receiving from God. Okay? James 4. Let's start reading from Let's say verse number one. Okay. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts? That war in your members? Huh? When we finish this, we'll read it in NIV or something. Verse two. Ye last. And have not. Ye kill. And desire to have. And cannot obtain. Ye fight. And war. Yet ye have not. Why? Oh. Why? Okay. Let's, let's, go, let's go to the list again. 
ye last. That means lasting won't bring what you are looking for. And ye have not. Ye kill and desire to have whatever. And you cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not. Because ye ask not. Ah, may we be access, access, access. Ah. Just look at the scripture. So I need not last after anything. If I want something, he showed me how to have access to it. Ask. If I, if, if I really have this thing that this person has, I would really like it. You didn't ask. You are lasting after somebody's whatever. Or still you are not getting it. Why is it he that has that thing, not me? You see, you are killing. You desire to have, but you cannot obtain. You decided not to talk to this person again because you saw that they have made progress. You fight and war. Yet he have not. Unnecessary things. Instead of asking. Verse 3. You will see. Ye ask and receive not. He said, whenever you ask, you don't receive. Why? Because ye ask amiss. Ye ask amiss. That ye may consume it upon your last. So, wrong motives. Wrong motive. Why do you want this thing? Why are you asking for it? You ask him. He says, your asking is sick. Your asking is sick. You ask and receive not because you ask amiss. Kakos is sick. Your asking is sick. Father, have you seen what all my mates have gone to the university and I'm still at home? Father, why are they, you have allowed them to laugh at me. Are you serious? <laughs> have you seen that you are asking a mess? Father, all my mates are getting married. Look at me. I'm even beautiful than them. But me, mine is not coming. Father, look. Why look? That's my cousin. What is that? <laughs> Father, I've been staying home for three years. No job. Is it not you that said that if we don't work, we should eat? Look, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Father, I've tried everything. It's not working. It's not working. I don't know what to do anymore. Can you even hear me? <laughs> the scripture back there. Ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your last. So now we must sanctify our motives for action. We must do what? Sanctify our motives for action. You don't ask because you think somebody has something and you don't have it. 
you don't ask because you think somebody is progressing and you are not? For what purpose are you asking? For what purpose are you asking? Know his promises and ask according to his word. Promises. Not because of a last, a longing. Are you getting the point? Hallelujah. Are you learning anything? Praise God. So let's judge our motives. To ask and receive heaven's attention, we must judge our motives for asking. Why do you want a new car? Why do you want a car? Because he said whatsoever. Okay? Why do you want a car? Why do you want a car? Ask. Don't complain. Ask. Judge your motives. Not because... Is it because you want mobility? Or you want a certain brand to flex? Why do you want that particular phone? You've not even paid your school fees. You want to use 13 Pro Max. Green color. <laughs> you know, sometimes when I tell people, what should the Lord do for you? And they mention their request. I laugh in my head. I say, ah, this thing, me, myself, that I'm praying, I know God won't do it for you. Because that thing you are asking, you just want to consume it on your last. It's not something that is important for your life at the moment. <laughs> we, must, we must sensitize our motives. Listen to me. It's not everything you ask for then you get to. Look at your salary. Why do you need a three-bedroom flat? Father, that flat, that flat at Estate Junction, and the Lord is saying, hey, hey, ye ask and receive not because you ask amit that you may consume it upon your lasts. No, you've the last 5,000 he brought. Look at what it did to you. The way it made you so indisciplined. What are you going to... You are asking for 10,000. People of God. I, I'm just showing you. Asking has a lot to it. Than just... Sometimes we have not even refined what we are asking for. In our minds. Yourself. Yourself. You know what you are asking for. The spirit won't grant it. <laughs> Ask. But then, what are the motives behind the asking? I pray that you'll be able to purify your motives so that your asking will not be because of lusts, but because that thing is really required for living. 
All right? Amen. Amen. You know, somebody can get into prayer just because somebody has something and they want some. That's wrong. Do you need it? If even it's a want, what is that want going to do to you? If we learn this, we will hit it right on the head when we ask. You will ask yourself questions before you ask. This thing I'm asking for, what is it for? What am I going to use it for? What is it going to do to me? What benefit would it be to me and to humanity? Does it make sense? Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, motives. Your motives. Judge your motives before you go into asking. Does it make sense? Does it make sense? Amen. Number two. I'm rounding up. James chapter one. Judging our motives come first before the one we are going to talk about in James. If you have not judged your motives, if you have not sensitized your motives while you are asking for something, what I'm going to talk about in James chapter 1 may not make much meaning. So, be constructive about your asking. Okay, I'm going to pray and ask God for this. Then you ask yourself, for what purpose do I need this? Are you getting it? Amen. Amen. James chapter 1. Let's read verse number verse 5 to 8. Now he says, if any of you lack wisdom, you see, so here it is wisdom you lack. Huh? But in a study, at that particular moment of life, you may be asking for something, not necessarily wisdom, right? Okay. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Huh? That he giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not. That means when he gives, he doesn't hold back. He gives to you and it shall be given him. The next verse. But let him ask in faith. So, we must after we have judged our motives and sensitized our motives, the next thing about asking, we must ask in what? Faith. Huh? We must ask in faith. So not asking in faith is also a hindrance to our receiving. Does it make sense? Ask in faith. Ask in faith. Ask in faith. Then it goes on to explain something that is important. Ask in faith. Not wavering. Not wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Okay? Then verse 7, he goes on further. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Verse 8. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Huh? The next verse. 
I think the verse 8 is okay. Go back. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So now, how do we ask in faith? He explains it to us. So now, I've judged my motives. I've sensitized my motives. <laughs> okay. Don't just take it as he said whatsoever. So whatsoever. You can ask amiss. And it may hinder your receiving. So now I've sensitized my motives. Okay. So, so maybe you need a laptop. So the first question. Why do you need a laptop? Do you ask yourself important questions? I'm asking you. Why do you need a laptop? Okay. Is it a laptop you need? Or you need a certain laptop with a certain spe specs so that your friends will know to you to you day. You've missed it. Are you getting the point? Do you want to get married? Or you want a certain wedding that will beat that friend's own? Do you want God to help you to marry and have your ceremony nicely? Or you want to have six? How many colors are in the rainbow? Seven, isn't it? Yes, seven. You want to have seven bridesmaids, each one wearing one color of the rainbow. No, no wonder it's taking long. No wonder. <laughs> People of God. So, judge your motives, sensitize your motives, and get things right. Then the next thing, ask in faith. Ask in faith. That means, are you single-minded about what you are asking? Or you are not single-minded? You are double-minded. You are not really sure whether you want it or you don't. Look at those people that wanted something from the first one. He wanted bread from the man inside the room. He didn't say, oh, if you don't have bread but you have Milo, give me Milo. I get to the point. <laughs> then this one wanted the judge to avenge her of a case. A double-minded man is unstable because the moment you are not single-minded about something, you become unstable. Do you understand? It is a hindrance to receiving when you ask. That's why one of the greatest prayers or one of the conclusions to prayer that we can learn is though you are asking for this Lord let your will be done sometimes we think we have prayed one prayer for too long maybe about your business about your academics or about something so you say it's like I'm, I've prayed this prayer for too long next week we will learn when do you stop asking and start thanking Okay? Or when do you continue? Remember, in the Garden of Gethsemane, I finish. 
Jesus was praying one prayer topic. Father, if it be that, will let this cup pass for me. For three hours. How many hours? Three hours, the same request. Until he got to the point where he says, not my will. Your will be done. Because he has now seen that God was not going to remove the cup. He has to drink it. So you see, he had already received the answer that he was not going to take away the soul. Lord, let your will be done. Your will, not my will. Paul the apostle was praying to God. And he said, I asked God to remove this uh, 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 thorn in my flesh. I prayed about it three times. Then God told me, my grace is sufficient for you. So he had to, he had to live with the thorn. I pray for you. That you will build your capacity, enlarge your capacity to receive more from God by asking. But in your asking, know who to ask. Who do we ask? Come on, talk to me. The Father. In whose name do we ask? In Jesus' name. Huh? Then, what attitude should we have? The attitude of importunity. What is importunity? Don't stop. Keep. Then what are the two hindrances to our receiving what we ask? Number one. Wrong motives. So we ask amiss. Our asking is sick. Are you getting the point? Then number two. When we ask not in faith. Praise God. Are you going to ask this week? Matthew 21. This is about asking in faith. Matthew 21. Let's read verse number 21. This is after Jesus had spoken to the fig tree and said, nobody will eat fruit of you anymore. From verse 21. Jesus answered and said unto them, verily I say unto you, if ye have faith, huh? And doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. Verse 22. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer. Believing ye shall receive. Are you getting it? So, asking is not with friends. Asking in prayer. So, dedicate some time to talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord about that matter. Alright? Talk to the Lord. How can you ask in faith? When you're asking in prayer, how can you ask in faith? If the word of God is not in you, asking in faith is a problem. Okay? Because faith cometh by and hearing by the word of the Lord. So you must be rich in the word of God. So that your asking will be founded on the word of God. Are you getting the point? So for example, let's say um, 
I'm praying about a land. A land. Say land. Land for church or land for whatever. My first scripture is, Lord, the earth is yours and the fullness thereof. So whatever you need a land to do, you will have it to do it. Now, please show me the land. Are you following the thing? Amen. Amen. So you must become a studious person. Somebody who has the scriptures in your heart. So when you are praying in faith, you are actually praying the scriptures. Does it make sense? So, and all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, 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 believing. You are single-minded that once God has heard you, you will have it. You believe. Somebody shout, I believe. Shout it, shout it, I believe. Shout it like you mean it, I believe. Good. I believe. Next week, we will show how to tarry, how to tarry until you have the note of victory. Because sometimes we don't tarry long enough. We, don't, we rush through it. So the note of victory doesn't come and we leave it as it is, but we have not worn it in the spirit. Are you following what I am saying? Somebody shout a living amen. amen. Your prayer is going to see much results from now. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus, amen. you will see results when you pray. Because you will pray the right way. You will engage the Father right in the name of Jesus. And you will not be praying amiss. You will not be missing the mark. Huh? You will judge your motives. And you ask in faith. And I see you receiving results. I see your capacity to receive more is expanding in the name of the Lord Jesus. Have you ever sat down to plan your prayer? I'm going to ask this. Okay, this one, what scriptures should I use? Because you are going to a court and it's like, you are just, Father, this thing I spoke to you about, laba, 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 laba. <laughs> we don't pray like that. No, I'm telling you, many people are wasting precious tongues. Father, my school fees, man, tono, tono, tono. You sit down. Okay, you are praying, you want contracts. Okay, so the contracts I want. What work do you do? What's your target market? What scriptures can you use to pray? We must become students of the Bible. Do you understand? For example, when you look through the Shepherd's Voice topical compendium, many articles to help you develop that part of life. I know some of you don't have it. Get it to help you. Plan your prayer. Okay, today I'm interceding for. Huh? I'm praying about. Are you getting the point? Then when you are addressing, it's not, it's not just... It's almost like we think when we are talking to God. Okay, God. Okay, he knows everything. So let me just say something. No. That is why even when we meet for corporate prayer, there's a lot of scriptures showing us and directing us how to pray. 
and what we are asking for. Does it make sense? I have finished. If you have a prayer partner, if you have somebody you pray with, if you have somebody to agree with, is one of the powerful ways of asking and receiving according to Jesus. Last scripture. <laughs> Matthew 18, 19. I've finished. This is my last scripture. I've closed my book. But always remember what is in my heart is more than what is in Matthew 18, 19. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything. Look at something. 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 Don't do, listen to me. It will be a blessing to have a business partner who will pray with you. A wife that prays with you. A husband that prays with you. Are you following the thing? Agreement in prayer. Look. As touching anything that they shall ask. You do group study in school. You don't pray together. It's a Yawa group study. Because you should be able to pray and ask Father in the name of Jesus. This semester, as we study, give us good grades. Oh yes. Oh yes. Huh? As touching anything that they shall ask. That they shall ask. That they shall ask. That they shall ask. It shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. You see, all the time Jesus was directing our attention to who to ask from. Oh, how we have been praying wrong. Father, learn to address God as Father. Huh? So, instead of fighting, agree and pray. Alright? Instead of fighting, agree and pray. So, how would your business prosper? I agree with you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, let helpers come to this one. Helpers from all over the world. I pray people to invest in your business. People to trust you. May the Lord touch the hearts of people. Father, your word says that the heart of a king is in your hands and you turn it where you please. I pray in the name of Jesus. Turn the hearts of investors, angel investors in his direction. May they invest in his business so that his business will grow. Give him other branches of his business. Expand him, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Father, we have asked this in the name of Jesus. And we have received it in Jesus' name. Amen. That's a prayer of agreement. That's a prayer of agreement. And you will see it. Uh, (laughs) Prayer of agreement. Uh, Prayer of agreement. Praise God. Today I want to pray a prayer of agreement with you. Can I pray a prayer of agreement with you? Take a sheet of paper. Things that you have been believing God for. Write them for me. I want to agree with you. Take just about five to ten minutes. Uh, Look, don't rush it. 
And please, it is not, uh, you can't copy somebody's prayer topic. I want to agree with you. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done of, for them of my Father which is in heaven. Please, now I've taught you, judge your motive. That thing you are writing, <laughs> be sure. Now, you are asking in faith. You are single-minded about what you are asking. Are you getting the point? And now, we are going to employ the prayer of agreement. And let's see. Mighty things will happen. Please don't copy anyone. And don't just write anything. Judge your motives. He says, you ask and receive not because you ask amiss to consume it on your last. Make sure the point is not on last. If you are called by God to defend your topic, what answer will you give him? I said I want to pray a prayer of agreement with you. Now we are enlarging our capacity to receive. Those of you online, those in Accra, those of you online, you can also send yours. You know my, my, my WhatsApp number. Send it to my, my WhatsApp. Because these ones we are dealing with our personal requests. Thank you, Jesus. If the Lord has already given you something to do, and you have not been faithful with it, with it. Ask that the Lord would help you with that particular one before you ask for anything bigger than that. Oh, brother Kashutaras. Put it down for me. I want to agree with you. I want to agree with you. I want to agree with you. We will come back with testimonies. We barusha katese. Olonda be kosta ivra. Agree, agree, agree. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. O barakatasa. May the Spirit of God guide that which you put down. Ida kasatea. Dadania montakas. Nagora tadika pasu teraviambakasa. Los teviki fasi veriavahaterivankos. Stofarifis tahifakasai. Vendovalade. Lava kafido varie da kistehik. Don tenkas tohuvisia. Kasho. Ulagadibus tahai. Baradada bakasata. 
Montake Feliades, Teugava, Zovra Kesete, Lustevike Shata, Baruka Satahasa, Marate de Casu, Ola Gasata, Masata Bakush, Walaneke Sataha, Makapaha, Mazada Bakosha, Mose de Kese, Balada Kasa. On the bakarada. Put it down. Put it down. Put it down. Yes. Bako shapa. Bakapa. Beloko shata. Radadaba. Mate keshata. Very soon you'll be asking. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be singing and praising him. Mako shapa. You will be testifying. We are going into prayer of agreement and believing God for great things to happen. Thank you, Jesus. We will sing it. See what the Lord has done. Oh, see what the Lord has done. Very soon we'll be singing that. What we waited for has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. We will sing it. See what the Lord has done. Oh, see what the Lord has done. What we prayed for has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. What we waited for has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. See what the Lord. See what the Lord. Two minutes more. Just be rounding up. Oh, 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 see what the Lord has done. What we waited for has come to pass. When you are wearing that wedding gown, see what the Lord has done. <laughs> see what the Lord has done. Oh, see what the Lord has done. What we waited for. What we waited for has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. What we prayed for has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. All right, be rounding up. I want you to fold, fold your, if you finish writing them, fold them, okay? Fold them. Put your name at the back, all right? You fold it, put your name at the back. Thank you, Jesus. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, 
that they shall ask. They shall ask. There must be the asking for the receiving. That they shall ask. It shall be done for them of my father which is in heaven. There's power in agreement. And now we are enlarging our capacity to receive more from God by prayer. By asking in prayer. See what the Lord. Can I have an offering basket? See what the Lord has done. I said you will be singing it soon. See what the Lord has done. What we waited for has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. What we prayed for has come to pass. Hey, see what the Lord has done. See what the Lord has done. Dicking, come. Ooh, see what the Lord. Take it round. Everybody, please put it in the, the basket for me. What you waited for will surely come to pass. Hey, hey, see what the Lord has done. Are you done? I think some people need some time. Oh, Varadikosh Gazadira Vahato Stavinke Lavavadavahasai Lo Stavike Faradia Makosh Tahivai Vlatas Tehiva Kasa Lovratekeseha O Stahiva Haya. He is the Lord. Is there anything to add for him? He is the Lord. He has said it. And surely he will do. Hold on to your faith. Your confessions are the days of your life. And you will see the hand of the Lord in your life. <laughs> I want you not to forget the things you have written. Because sometimes we place a request and we even forget. So when even it happens, how would you know? He's the Lord. He has said it. And surely. Hold on to your faith. Your confessions are the days of your life. And you will see the hand of the Lord in your life. He can do it. He can do it. Do it better for you. Hey, far more than you can think that he will ever do he can do it he can do it do it better for you hey, far more than you can think that he will ever do he can do it he can do it do it better for you are you done if you are done lift up your lift it up he will come for it that he will ever do he can do it he can do it do it better for you hey, far more than you can think that he will ever he can do it he can do it do it 
better for you Far more than he can think that he will He can do it, he can do it Do it better for you Far more than he can think He is the Lord Is there anything too hard for him? He is the Lord He has said it and surely will do hold on to your faith your confessions all the days of your life and you will see the hand of the lord in your life he can do it anything to hard for him he is the lord he has said it hold on to your faith your confessions all the days of your life and you will see the hand of the Lord He can do it Do it better for you Far more than you can think that He will He can do it Do it Do it Far more than you can think that He Yeah, He can do it Better for you, far more than that he will. He can do it, he can do it, do it. Better for you, far more than you can think that he will. He can do it, he can do it, do it. Better for you, far more, far more. Hallelujah. I want you to know the scripture says Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Hallelujah. Now unto him. Ephesians 3:20. Now unto him. That is able to do 
exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So I tell you, he will exceed your expectation in the name of Jesus. He is able to do exceeding abundantly above all. I don't know what you are asking, but he is able to exceed your expectation in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you so much that as we agree in prayer, whatever request your people have brought to the altar, that as I agree with them, mighty testimonies will follow in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that in the name of Jesus, you that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, you will beat our imaginations. You will exceed our expectations. And everybody in this place will have a testimony. A testimony of your goodness. A testimony of answered prayer. A testimony in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for fellowshipping with us in the shepherd's voice. My pastor Christian just handed to you the seed of success for a victorious living in Christ Jesus. For more of our messages, kindly access them on Facebook, Telegram, Podcast Addict, and Podcast, all at My Pastor Christian. For prayer and pure pastoral counsel or any other inquiry, call or WhatsApp our helpline on MTN. 0540-953-017 You can also join us in any of our glorious celebration services on every Sunday from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m. for our first service and from 10 a.m. to 12 noon for our second service at the Fresh Oil Assembly, Kumasi City Church, KCC, Edum right opposite the GRA building or behind the Ejaba building. God bless you. Shalom, shalom.